Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. My name is Megan. I'm an addict. My clean date is October 10th, 2014. I currently live in Phoenix, Arizona, and my home group is the Central Issue Group. This is September 5th from the Spiritual Principle a Day book. Cooperation despite friction. Time and time again in crisis, we have set aside our differences and worked for the common good. Basic Text, Chapter 6, Tradition 1. Cooperation is fundamental to what we do in NA, starting from the moment when the message is first carried to us. I didn't get clean because of my own step one, an addict shared. I got clean because of someone else's step 12. Whether we first heard the message from one member, a group, or a piece of literature, carrying the message to a using addict requires cooperation. We are clean because other members cooperated with each other and we cooperated by listening and believing that recovery was possible for us too. Our cooperation in NA continues well beyond that first moment of willingness to listen and receive a message of hope. As we stay clean and get to know our fellow members better, we cooperate with each other and keep the doors open for the addicts yet to come. We're sure to see or experience friction at some point, but addicts in recovery can be surprising in our ability to come together when it really matters. I got clean in a small town, and there were only two addicts at my first meeting, a member wrote. They carried a message to me that night. I thought they were best friends. Later, I learned that they couldn't stand each other. I never would have known it from my first night clean. Some differences are more extensive than just a personality clash. Our city was divided along racial ethnic lines, a group wrote. We had two areas with big overlaps, and they didn't get along. Some members finally had enough and created an annual unity event bringing both areas together. It was sort of controversial at first, but every year it gets bigger and better. Since it started, our areas have started collaborating on H&I and public relations service too. Placing principles before personalities means cooperating whether or not I get along with someone. I will do my best to set aside differences for NA unity. Thank you. All right, well, welcome back, everyone. This is September 5th, and we're here with Whitney. How's it going, Whitney? Good. How are you? Yep, good. So, Whitney, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout-out? Yes. My clean date is February 1st of 2021. I attend meetings in the New Orleans metro area throughout New Orleans, Metairie, Kenner, and my home group is Open Minds, Monday nights at 730. Shout-out to our New Orleans people. All right, very nice. So, so Whitney, can you share your thoughts on cooperation despite friction? Um, yes, definitely. Um, when I came into the program, I was still in treatment. Um, I was very unsure about the process. 
Um, so I didn't know exactly what I wanted. I knew I wanted to stay clean, but I didn't know how. Um, I was connected through a friend of mine with an amazing sponsor um, who has definitely helped me a lot along the way um, with not only staying clean, but connecting with people, um, you know, working the steps, staying in the program. And through these last almost 19 months, things have just started to train, change drastically for me. Um, you know, I was extremely shy when I first started going to meetings, which I still am, but, um, I just immediately felt a sense of being welcomed there, um, from everybody that was there at every single meeting around. There's different people everywhere you go. New Orleans is a big city, but I always feel welcome. Like I said, from everyone, um, and I've just had an amazing journey throughout this. I try and go to at least three or four meetings a week now. I was going to more before. Um, and things have just gotten, I don't know, drastically different. Whitney, what was it like getting clean? Were, were you going to mainly, um, uh, were the meetings diverse? Were you going to mainly meetings where there was, you know, a population, whether it was, um, you know, all males, all females, black, white, uh, you know, whatever, whatever to, to, was there any, was there any thing that stood out to the meeting that, that, that you were like, oh, okay, I could focus on some differences here. Did you have that going on when you got clean? Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, when I started, I was in treatment and I was actually in a treatment center in Baton Rouge and my sponsor was here, which I made, I thought was going to make things difficult, but it didn't. We um, connected very quickly on Zoom. I would do, you know, open mind meeting um, on Zoom every week. And then I was also going to meetings at the treatment center in Baton Rouge. Um, and there were a lot of similarities, like people um, from all different backgrounds, all different ages, all different cultures, all coming together and just welcoming each other. Like no matter where you were from, no matter how long you've been clean, they were just there to welcome you. Um, and I felt the same way when I moved back from Baton Rouge. I was there about three months. And when I moved back from Baton Rouge, I felt the same way, like things just got better. People, you would go to meetings and people would remember your name. Um, and like I said, it was people from all different backgrounds, um, with all different clean dates and it was a very diverse group. And it always, um, it always surprised me at how well everyone interacted with each other and how well everybody welcomed you. Bro, it still does to, to, to me, I'm still impressed by, by just like how, how the message that we share with one another and the, and our fellowship really transcends. I mean, it's true. It, it just transcends that any difference, political differences, racial differences, sexual orientation, you know, all of that stuff. Um, and, and you know, what the, the perfect snapshot for that is, is like when we go out to eat after the meeting, like yes. if you, if you look, because you look around the restaurant and you're seeing, okay, like, well, that's probably a family, you know, the mom, dad, couple of kids, you know, whatever, or you mm -hmm. look around like, oh, that group over there, that's probably, you know, a couple friends dating a couple other people, whatever. And then you look at our group, right. <laughs> like <you> have <laughs> just everybody from all over. There's no way to kind of like, where the hell do they all know each other from? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. 
Yeah, and that's good. So, so, so Whitney, how are you intentional, um, you know, about working through, well, first, ha have you, have you experienced this friction piece, the reading's talking about how, how maybe, you know, maybe you're on a committee, you're doing service or some, or, you know, whatever it is with, with somebody that you just don't jive with and, and how do we kind of navigate that process, um, you know, kind of, of, of kind of saying, Hey, look, I'm placing principles before maybe like my personality, you know? Definitely. Um, yeah, so I can definitely relate to that. I have been um, working with others doing H&I in different treatment centers over the past little over a year. Um, and I love it, but yes, it is um, different. Like I'm a lot of, I'm used to a lot of people from the same meetings and we do have people um, like one lady in particular that I go in with um, who's amazing, but we come from very different backgrounds, very different meetings. Um, like probably before this would not have, um, you know, thought that we would have gotten along and we come into here and our main goal together as a team is to just bring the message of hope and recovery to the next addict, trying to hope that someone hears something out of our message that might help them stay clean. And that's what we go in and what we do. And it always ends up working out. Um, so yeah, I can definitely relate to that right there. Yeah, no, that's beautiful, man. When we're able to take a step back and say, okay, look, you know, really, really our primary purpose, you know, let's get busy with that. And then, you know, we can overlook it you know, some, some, some other things. And I like how the text kind of put it. She's so talking about like, hey, two addicts at, 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 you know, at the first meeting carried the message, had no idea that they, that they didn't like each other, could, could exactly. not tell as they were 12-stepping, you know, this addict. Exactly. That, that's really cool. Yes. It's just really cool. Yeah. I, I look at times where, where it's like, okay, is my behavior one of, you know, one of unification or division? And you know, I think I think a lot of seasons I can look and say, yeah, you know what, it's 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 about unification. And so, so Whitney, let me ask you this: if if we have some some addicts listening who are saying, I'm I have this service commitment with somebody who, ugh, it just irks me to be around. What what can they do today to kind of get to where you're at, where you're talking about, hey, I put this stuff aside. You know, we handle our business, and and, and it's kind of awesome. What could you share a couple like a couple applications that they could start doing today to kind of start that to start moving towards that? Yes, definitely. Um, what helps me is um, I am a very big believer in prayer. Um, I pray a lot about everything, number one. So I definitely pray before I go in every time. Um, and then also I will meditate on it and I will remind myself um as many times as I need to, like, we are here for one purpose. We are here to spread the message and it's not about me. Um, this is about hoping that we can save someone's life or in any situation, you know, it could be even when you're just going into a meeting and sharing or when you're um, just doing anything in the program. For me, I just try and take it away from myself and, you know, hope that I'm doing something best for the next person. And um, that helps me put my differences aside. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. 
stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Mm-hmm.